This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan and Matt Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath. It's a beautiful Tuesday. New Year's, no, New Year's Eve. I almost said New Year's Day. It's New Year's Eve, December 31st. One more day to celebrate. 2019. That's it. 2019 was the fastest year of my life. Um, it seems like every year was is it? the fastest year of my life. It seemed like it just flew by. Anyway, we want to welcome everybody. It has flown by, but God has been gracious and good to us. And we are going to do a morning breath one more time for 2019. Mm. Uh, getting the word one more time. And uh, what's like a what's something you just look back on 2019 and you're like, I'm I'm glad I made it through that or. I'm glad I'm glad that happened or you know is there oh, something gosh. something on your mind that um I think uh I, I we recently had some Christmas parties and we had some time to reflect and uh one thing we've we've this year a lot of us have been praying for kind of a one one person to get saved and uh, one of the people that I'm not sure if I had him as a one one soul on our one soul network that I wrote down but some somebody that we've been believing God for for a really long time. Um, <clears throat> not only did they get saved, but uh, their uh, significant other got saved. And it was just like um, kind of, a, you know, wasn't just got saved. It was like a miracle upon miracles got saved. We just, you know, sometimes you look at people and you're like, I don't know if they'd ever turn to Jesus. <laughs> okay. You know, you're just like, some people, yeah. it's like, oh, you're like one millimeter away from making that decision. And then you look at, other people, and you're just like, your life is aggressively going the wrong way so hard. Like, God, you, you got it. I, there's nothing I can say to him. Lord, you got to do it. And that's the kind of situation this was. It was such a, just like a blessing to me and my wife and our family. We we just stood in awe and celebrated recently about that. So really fired up. Yeah, I kind of saw that from a distance recently, and uh, that that was happening could see it falling into place and that uh, just from a distance. And, of course, I'm not as close to that part maybe of your, you know, connections that, that you are, but I did see a little of that. And what I found is actually the person that is one millimeter away often is the it's the biggest step or the hardest uh, for them to take that step. But the person that is a, a complete, you know, maybe mess or really struggling um, – be- it's, a, it's quick because we're desperate when we're in that position. Because I can relate to that. Um, it's a quick jump, though, when you jump. And the other thing that's super encouraging to me in situations like that is generally uh, the truth of "He was forgiven much, loves much" yeah. is a really powerful dynamic that works in the life of the of the truly messed up that gets saved. Well, I, what I, I've gracious. heard, a, I've heard a great example of like you know, I'm one millimeter away. You're you know, you're a million miles away, like in the in the natural, like what you can see from the outside. Right. It's like, how high can you jump? Like, you can jump three feet. I can jump four feet. Well, can you fly? <laughs> you right. know, it's like no one can fly, and, and that's what the gospel is. It's Jesus yeah. picking you up, and he, he, you know, like flying on the wings of eagles. Like, And so, yeah, whether someone looks a thousand yeah, miles away, right. 
or a few steps, it still takes Christ. Heaven's a lot higher than, than four feet or yeah. three feet. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can, can you jump to the moon? Right. Nope. Okay. Well, four feet isn't that much closer than three feet. And I want you to know, I can't jump three feet. I'm thinking more like three inches. <laughs> three feet down. I can jump three feet down, but then it hurts when I land. <laughs> <laughs> then my ankles hurt. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're glad you guys have taken time out of your maybe, hopefully not too busy of a day being New Year's Eve. And uh, hopefully you got a great day planned and you're kind of praying and believing, looking ahead to think what God has for you in 2020, I should say. It's hard for me to... 2020, I guess you would say, but 2020 is easier to say. Anyway, we're glad you've joined us. And uh, if you want more information on that, Pastor Matt will give it to you. What we do is read a chapter and uh, then we we just spend some time with the Lord. Most of you should know that already, but if you're new around here, we read a chapter of the Bible. Then we come down to the studios here at the Maryland campus, read the chapter on the air, which today is a very long chapter. And then we uh, talk about the chapter. Yes, we do. Yeah, so tell the folks how to get involved. All right. Well, we go to ECCC, something like that, East Coast Christian Center. So that's 3Cs.us. Get our podcast or get our app and see what's new on our East Coast app. Check that out on your iTunes Play Store. Yep. Yep. Okay. It was a little shorter than usual. So where do you want to go now? Um. New Year's read. is tomorrow's our only announcement, so yeah. Happy New Year. Well, we've got devotions coming up, and that's yeah, really, that's really important that we announce that on a regular basis. And let's just say hey to Nick today. How you doing? Hey, guys. Hey, yeah. Nick. So we're going to start those on the 13th. So um, Nick's already wearing his party hat for tonight. Sure he is. It's pretty wild. So you want to end the year with the bang. We want to start the year with the bang, right? And so we're going to be uh, seeking the Lord collectively as a church, uh, intentionally, on the tw- on the weekend of the thirteenth, so that that Sunday at six p.m., many people will start fasting. Uh, it's a twenty-one day fast. We're calling. Uh, many people will do a Daniel fast. Some people will fast the first three days of all food. Uh, some people might even fast all twenty-one days without food. Um, but as a church, we kind of lean towards a Daniel fast, which is the fast that Daniel did when he was taken captive and taken to Babylon, and and so it's pretty much a vegetable fruit, um, kind of like a vegan diet, I guess you could say. Sugarless vegan diet. Yeah, yep. without minus the desserts and yep. all that goodness. So, And then uh, we'll have devotions, 21 days. You can uh, find that on our website, on our app, as well as you can go buy a copy at uh, one of our locations at East Coast Christian Center. You can find that at eccc.us, Vieira, Coco, Mer- two places in Merritt Island. So, What that's day does that up. actually start? The 13th yeah. of that Sunday at 6 p.m. Nice. Monday starts the devotions that Monday next Monday morning. Yeah. So you could start it. Right. Cool. Monday morning. Um, and then the d- fast ends on the Super Bowl at 6 p.m. The Sunday, same night? Sunday. Same day as the Super Bowl? Yeah. So you go from fast to feast. Fast to Boom. gorging yourself with chicken wings. I'm in. I'm going to do sugar dip chicken wings. Do no, it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's terrible. That sounded horrible. Yeah. No. Well, like your honey stung mango habanero sounds pretty good. Oh, yeah. That does actually sound pretty good. I can, I can put eat. that on the menu. I'll eat 21 of those for my 21 days of fasting. Oh, gosh. And probably be very ill afterwards. Anyway, we better get reading. We've got a. I almost said a monster of a chapter, but it's not a very good description of a, the scripture, but 80 verse chapter. How's that? So uh, we'll split right down the middle, 40-40 for 2020. <laughs> See what I did there, Nick? Yeah, you did. Okay, good. Um, I'm going to read New King James. What are you going to read? 
and Ivy. Oh, I'm glad you didn't say Amplified. <laughs> We'd have been here all day. Yeah, we've been here all day. So get me started. I must say unto you, read, sir. Inasmuch as many have taken in hand to set in order a narrative of those things which have been fully, or excuse me, which have been fulfilled among us, just as those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word delivered them to us. It seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first, to write to you an orderly account, most excellent Theophilus that you may know the certainty of those things in which you were instructed. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the division of Abijah. His wife was the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. But they had no child because Elizabeth was barren, and they were both well advanced in years. So it was that while he was serving as priest before God in the order of his division, according to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people was praying outside at the hour of incense. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard. And your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither, uh, he shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And it will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zacharias said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. And the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you and bring these glad tidings. But behold, you will be mute, not able to speak, until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. And the people waited for Zacharias and marveled that he lingered so long in the temple. But when he came out, he could not speak to them, and they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned to them and remained speechless. So it was, as soon as the days of his service were completed, that he departed to his own house. Now, after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and she hid herself five months, saying, Thus the Lord has dealt with me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among people. Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. Having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? 
Then the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is now the sixth month for her who is called barren. For with God nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of the Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promise to her. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Uh, Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised to our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. When it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy, and they shared her joy. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him after his father, Zechariah. But his mother spoke up and said, No, he is to be called John. They said to her, There was no one among your relatives who has that name. Then they made signs to the father to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet, and to everyone's astonishment, he wrote, His name is John. Immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue was set free. He began to speak, praising God. All the neighbors were filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judea, people were taking, excuse me, talking all about these things. Everyone who heard this wondered about it, asking, When or what then is the child going to be? For the Lord's hand was with him. His father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. And he said uh, through his holy prophets a long ago, Salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant, the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to rescue us from the hand of our enemies and enable us to serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven, to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet on the path of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the wilderness until he appeared publicly to Israel. Amen. Amen. Wow, this is uh, this is that chapter for sure. 
and Jesus isn't born yet in it, but this is where it all kind of gets rolling on the Messiah uh, being born and brought forth. And I know that we've just gotten done with, you know, our Christmas uh, seasons and all of that stuff. And it's been an awesome time and really had great services at church and lots of people uh, came and reconnected with God and some connected with God for the first time. And that's an awesome time of the year. But we're also at another awesome time of the year. And that's like the new year. What do you do? It's always been a time for me and I think for our church and, and really for people in general, at least in the United States, in our part of the world of, you know, what, what needs to change or what needs to be adjusted or, you know, God, how could I, how could I do better? I think that's just kind of wired in us that, that how could I do better, you know, in, in how I see things or how I say things or how I do things and all of that stuff. And, you know, just looking at that and thinking, man, that God had a plan. And what I was reminded of when you read, Matt, was it said that Zechariah prophesied, how did he say it? To perform the mercy promised to our fathers and remember his holy covenant, verse 2, and uh, and the oath which he swore to our father Abraham, which he would bless those who, who blessed him and, you know, the covenant and, you know, knowing that God is for you and that this is a... You know, I, I think we can believe that this can be the best year of our life. I think that that's something that we can hope for, believe in, look to, not because necessarily we're perfect or we're going to do everything right in 2020 or there's this magical special power to the beginning of the year. I don't think that any of that's true, but I do think there's a freshness that God offers us. There is a, you know, his mercies are new every morning and that uh, God does have, you know, good works before ordained that we should walk in them, Ephesians 2.10, and and just those types, believing those types of things and looking forward to those types of things, I think are good at the beginning of the year, and uh, God's, God's in covenant with you, whoever you are out there, and he's got a plan for your life, and it's good stuff that he's planned for 2020, and I believe that you can walk in it. And I would just say, what would God have you do? And what would God have you set your heart and mind on this year to be ready to do that and respond to him? Yeah, I like that because uh, life um, comes in seasons. It doesn't just come in like ticking seconds and minutes and hours, but seasons come and seasons go. And I really like the idea that the new year is a new season. It's an opportunity to, uh, like 1 Peter 5 says, to humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he'll lift you up in due season or in due time. Um, Another scripture in the Bible talks about when you repent and turn your heart to the Lord, that there will be times of refreshing. And there's a time at the beginning of the year where there's a focus to change. There's an energy to change. There's an energy to kind of look at the past year and go, where did I fall short? Or where where did I move into some things that, that I don't like about myself or that I know that that isn't healthy or isn't good? And and that's spirit, soul, and body. That's that's maybe how you, you know, like moved your way to the Lord or far away or close or yeah. you didn't, you know, um, maybe meet some of your goals that you set in the beginning of 2019. That's okay. 2020 is another opportunity to take a step forward. I really like John the Baptist as as his prophecy is given uh, several times, uh, once by the angel, then again by his father, that he's going to go on and prepare the way for Jesus, prepare yeah. the way for the Lord. And he he prepared the way for the Lord. And then what Jesus does is he prepares the way for you. Like there's a way that you should go. There is a way that seems right 
And then there's another way that's like, that's God's way. And so God's way, Jesus gets you moving on a path. He has life. He has hope. He has things planned for you. When you were talking about the new year, actually, one of the words that really stood out to me was the word hope. Like, mm, it's it's, it's time for some hope. Yep. It's like maybe you've been a little low on hope. And I know some people, uh, maybe listening to the show, or you might know some people that, that don't just, they don't have a lot of hope. Like, the marriage they have, they they don't think it could get any better. Like, they feel stuck in, in a struggling situation, and, like, this will never change. Or, or maybe in a job, like, I'm stuck. This will never change. Beat down, you know, frustrated, maybe under the thumb of, an, you know, an aggressive, hurtful employer, you know, and, and really no no way. I can't, like, how can I get out of this? That type of thing, you know. Um, and so there's hope. For the new year, there's hope in Jesus. And I love that because John prepares the way for Jesus. Jesus prepares the way for us. And the the power of the Christmas message isn't at Christmas time, actually. It's what happens after. And now we get to walk in that. Yeah, that's good. You know, I might add one thought to what you said, Pastor Matt. Love that. Is it, You said uh, that John prepared the way for Jesus. Jesus prepared the way for us. And you know, the other part of that is in that we can often prepare the way for others. That's good. And so, you know, that's the part that Israel missed, that, that they were meant to be, you know, not a separated society from people, but for people. They were a separated society for God. And then they were a separated society for the world, to reach the world. And the church can miss that a little bit, too, that, you know, oh, I'm not worldly. I don't want to be involved in the world. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be out there. But, but we're separated unto God, which means there's a, there's a righteousness and a holiness that God wants us to have. But it doesn't mean that we're separated from the world as far as making friendships and connections and not 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 our strongest ones, not, you know, the ones that cause us to become worldly, but that we make sure we stay connected with the world this year. And I think that this year, again, we're going to say, God, who can who can I reach this yeah. year? Who can I reach for you? Who can I be a part of making the way clear for? I like that a lot. In fact, uh, <laughs> I, I preached on that. I know. Eight days ago. Yeah. Okay. You also preached on moments. Which, you know, we talked— That's when I preached on this. That was the same time. Okay. I I know it was—I know you preached on moments. But anyway, yeah, hope, moments, and the One Soul Network, all that good stuff. But I just love what you said because it's like we have a Savior that saves us, and sometimes we get so focused on our step and because we're desperate and we need it so badly. But God always wants to remind you that he took you forward in life so that you can now go help somebody else. Yep. I just, I think that's such a powerful word. And the truth is, you know, I, I can look back and there were definitely people that, you know, you know their names and probably anybody that's known me for a long time know their names that helped me, you know, take that step forward. And were a big part of uh, helping move me down, sort of, sort of down the line towards God, uh, being passed along, whether it was my neighbor you know, who lived across the street from me or the guy down the street that whose little girl played with you, Holly, and, you know, just all the different ways. There were just everywhere I turned around, there was somebody that knew Jesus. And, uh, you know, I was kind of getting hemmed in, 
you know, sort of corralled. And, and I know I was like corralling cats or herding cats, but yet God in his mercy and grace had people in, in the place to, to help me. And I just thank God they were faithful to, to share the things they did and, you know, maybe even confront me with things they confronted me with. You know, the thing is, too, when we talk about the new year and, and those people that help us along the way, um, sometimes we can even get to the point in life where we we even might feel unhelpable. Like, I just don't know. Like, is there anyone out there for me? Like, is anyone praying for me? Is there any way I can even do what you're saying? Like, I've tried before. I, I tried in 2019. I tried in 2018. I, I tried in 2017. Like, how how do I make it? And one of the things about, the, about John the Baptist is he was described as the one crying in the wilderness to make paths straight, to bring mountains low, to bring valleys up, yeah, to bring, and, and to even be able to see that water will be in the desert and all, all those types of things. And, and Isaiah prophesies about who Jesus was going to be, that, that he was going to be somebody that brought the impossible. I want to tell you that the impossible is, is, is possible if you give it to the Lord and you just take one step at a time, keep going, keep pressing in. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a second. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too small or too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Or visit us online at ineedafencenow.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Hi everyone, Kevin Barfield here with Barfield Contracting and Associates. We are a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. We're located in Cocoa Village, but we service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. We also offer many discounts, military, senior. We offer free estimates and we appreciate every opportunity that we're given. We're at 454-4531. That's 454-4531, Barfield Contracting. Treating you like family. God bless you. The Mezzanine Church for Young Adults. Pursuing the presence of God both locally and globally, the Mezzanine meets at East Coast Christian Center every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Call 321-452-1060, extension 133, for more information. That's 452-1060, or visit mz9.org. Welcome back to the show. 
This is Morning Breath. One of the things that I did want to mention, Matt, is you talked about, uh, you know, you maybe you tried it in 2017, 18, 19, and all those things. You know, when we, when we set the, the table up on what's really going on in this time in history, there's been 400 years of silence. There has been no prophetic words for a really long time. This has been Zechariah going into the temple from a young man to an old man, from having never having a child or a baby when all of their lives blamelessly living for the Lord, and none of us can probably claim as much blamelessness as even they could in the natural. We can in Jesus. But yet God showed up in this moment, and God delivered them in this moment. God gave them exactly what they needed in this moment. And God brought together people from one end of the the planet to the other in this moment. And I'm here today to say this moment is not going to escape you or God, that there is hope, that God does want to move. We're not waiting for the Messiah to come. He's come. Give him a chance this year to uh, revolutionize your life one more time. And if I have to tell you this again in 2021, I will. We'll do it. But you do it. You give him a chance, and you hope in the Lord, and the Bible says you will not be ashamed. God bless you guys. Have a great new year. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day. 